0: Hi everyone, welcome to Fluency for Teens' the third ever podcast episode. For those who are new here, I'm your host, Claire, and Fluency for Teens is an international youth organization with over 2,000 followers on our Instagram and over 400 members in our Slack channel. We offer a variety of services, including free language classes, free language tutoring, and much, much more. So please check out our website at www.fluencyforteens.com. In today's episode, I'll be talking with Jillian, also known as Learns on Instagram. She's currently studying Japanese. In this episode, we'll be talking about how to be more self-compassionate when learning a language, and how to stay motivated even during times where you don't feel like you're making any progress, and also how to deal with challenges such as a language burnout. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode, and please tune in for more. Thank you! So do you just want to like start by maybe introducing yourself and like what languages you learn?
1: Sure. So my name is Julianne. I post both on Instagram and on YouTube as Leafling learns. I'm studying, um, self-studying Japanese at the moment and in the future I intend to go back to learning Spanish and I would like to eventually learn Yiddish as well, but right now just Japanese.
0: Cool. Yeah. Um, So how long have you been learning Japanese?
1: That's a very complicated question. (laughs) So technically, if we wanna be technical, I have been learning Japanese for somewhere around 13 years. Oh wow. But it's been very on and off in that like, I would start, I would be really intense about it and Mm -hmm. I would burn out almost immediately. Then I would take a good like two to three year break (laughs) And as the years went by, it would just like build into my mind as this like horrifying thing that I can't ever approach that I would start over. It was a lot of restarting and it wasn't until uh, 2020, I guess, that I decided like, no, no, like we're going to do this this time. It's going to be different this time. And I just started approaching it an entirely different way. And I've finally actually been making progress and having fun.
0: Yeah, that's great. So speak, talking about that, can you maybe share about like how you approach languages and like what's your mindset towards you know learning these types of languages
1: yeah so I guess my mindset is mostly centered around like self-compassion and sustainability like oh my goodness a sustainable learning system um, is what I really needed to find because I'd always thought there was something wrong with me right for like Mm -hmm. not being able to stick with any of these different systems and techniques but it, it there was never anything wrong with me, these systems just weren't like personalized enough for me, I wasn't approaching them correctly and I realized I didn't have to fit into a box, I had to like create my own box. Um, so basically my system is just I, I, I give myself a lot of space to figure out what works for me and it's really been a life changing experience right because I feel like i've had to confront my own perfectionism. I've had to confront my all or nothing thinking, my negative self-talk, my fear of vulnerability. I feel like language learners have to really kind of confront a lot of things about themselves in order to make this not like a very painful (laughs) experience. (laughs) Because language learning, like it can be painful if you're worried about how you're going to be perceived when you make mistakes or if you're worried about progressing all the time, right? So I just had to kind of unravel all of that to create my own sustainable and self-compassionate way to learn languages.
0: Yeah, that's great. And I know for like a lot of language learners, it can be really frustrating sometimes when you like, feel like you're making a lot of progress at some point, but then kind of just plateau at some point Mm -hmm. and I feel like nothing's Mm -hmm. going on from there.
1: Yeah, and I feel like, you know, there's, because I think language learning, a lot of language learners come from an academic Mm-hmm. A place a lot of the time because you learn them in schools a lot of times it's hard not to focus on that like tangible progress and not to be like hyper fixated on this idea of progress when in reality it's not that linear especially once you reach like an intermediate point it's not gonna you're not gonna be able to see the progress as much as you did when you started right um, it gets a little more complicated um so oh goodness what was i gonna say um yeah, I think just focusing on that progress too much can kind of get you all jumbled up, basically. And moving away from that and focusing on like experimenting with the new stuff, like not being too attached to a system that worked for you at one time, right? And instead trying new things to see if new things might be compelling or helpful if you've reached a different point in your language learning journey.
0: Mm-hmm, yeah. I totally agree with that. So what type of system do you find best works for you?
1: So I, it's kind of interesting. I actually, you know, I've not ever formally learned Japanese like in school. And I actually came from an immersion background right from the jump because I went to a Japanese immersion summer camp when Mm -hmm. I was a teen, (laughs) a very specific experience to have had. Um, So I really mainly focus on immersion learning, um, though I like to allow myself some quote unquote, like uh, formal, I guess it's not formal, but like traditional learning methods. So I do mostly immersion learning, but then I also love grammar. So, you know, I'll dabble a little bit in reading a textbook for fun.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I saw that in, on your account, you have something called like um, hashtag minimersion, right? Can yes. you maybe speak more about that?
1: Absolutely. Um, so mini immersion is the combination of the words mini and immersion. And it is a event that we hold every, um, every two months, once every two months. And it's just an event where you get to create an at-home language immersion retreat for yourself. I don't like to call it a challenge because I don't want people stressing over a weekend being like, I gotta get 12 hours every day of my language. Like, no, please don't stress. It's just a fun event where you get more target language immersion than you would have otherwise. Um, We have streams throughout the weekend. It's for all sorts of languages. Like it doesn't matter. You don't have to be studying Japanese to do mini immersion. Um, So we'll stream movies and TV shows. Um, We have a bingo board of activities every month to inspire you to try out different things. Like maybe you've never read a news article. Maybe you've never watched A vlog on YouTube in your target language. So it just kind of helps you branch out a little bit. Um, But yeah, essentially, it's just, it's good for anybody who maybe is interested in immersion, but has been kind of scared, is a little nervous about jumping into native media. Um, It's just a good time to have like a very low stakes environment to try stuff out. It's also good for people who already are interested in, in immersion learning or already do it, but maybe haven't done it for like an extended period of time. So we just encourage you to put the textbooks away for a weekend and try out some stuff you haven't tried out before. Enjoy some television, essentially, in your target language.
0: Yeah, that sounds so great, because I think a lot of times, like, we kind of get bogged down into books and everything, but, like, there's so many fun other ways to, like, learn a language.
1: Absolutely. You can play video games and yeah. learn a ton, and the time, like, the time just flies by. It's great.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. And I guess, like, speaking back on, like, um, I think you, like, brought up stuff about, like, perfectionism, for example. So how did you, like, kind of deal with
1: that? Yeah. Oh. Goodness. I mean, it's an ongoing battle. I think, (laughs) I think if you start with a perfectionist mindset, it's just a constant battle of kind of checking yourself when you notice perfectionist thoughts coming on. Like anytime I feel myself kind of, I don't know, getting concerned about like, you know, if, if I'm doing an italki lesson or something, being quite concerned about like how I may speak or whatever, or like holding on to a thought of like a mistake that I made or whatever. I just kind of being like, oh, oh God, like the pain, like just holding on to that pain. I don't know. You just have to recognize what you're doing, check yourself and remind yourself like, oh, wait, I had this whole hour long italki lesson where I was speaking in Japanese and I had like, sure, one like quote unquote painful moment, like an awkward moment or whatever, but like look at all this other stuff that you've done, right? So really I just anytime I feel myself starting to get perfectionistic I really just have to shake stuff up I have to check myself I have to start doing something differently because I know I can get into those patterns fairly easily
0: yeah definitely I like can totally relate because a lot of times I like you're speaking to a native speaker especially and you're just Mm -hmm. holding back (laughs) because you're like oh my gosh I don't want to say anything wrong Mm
1: -hmm. and that's the thing though is like I there are some schools of thought on the internet, of course, that say like, don't make mistakes because they'll solidify or whatever. But I, from my experience, and I think from a lot of people's experiences, mistakes are essential to learning and nobody's going to make fun of you. All of the pain is internal. Like nobody's laughing at you except like some mean voice in your own head.
0: Yeah, totally. I think the best way is just like, just to do it <laughs> just to, like, mm-hmm. take the step and
1: just like do it. Yeah, it's definitely ripping a Band-Aid off. I was, oh my God, my first I italki lesson, I thought I was gonna throw up. I was oh. like, I was like, I'm just gonna shut the laptop. Like <laughs> I'm just, the lesson's coming up. I'm just gonna shut the laptop and walk away from the language forever. But I didn't shut the laptop. I did the lesson and it was fine. You just have to rip the Band-Aid off. Yeah, definitely
0: yeah and like also speaking about like the burnout experience um, I'm pretty sure like all English learners have definitely been through that before so how did you I guess like you know kind of go over that burnout
1: yeah yeah so because my specific issue related to burnout I think is all or nothing thinking like I had this mindset of you know I have to be doing the most like I have to be doing this this and that in order to learn Japanese I have to do this much time every single day like and it very quickly turns into a burnout situation, Mm -hmm. right? And then once I'm doing nothing, it's very hard for me to get back on the horse. Um, So I was like, I have to create a situation where the horse, if if I fall off the horse, the horse will maybe only be like a foot away from me, right? Like it's not gonna be in the distance. So I started saying this mantra to myself at the beginning of 2020. And it's, it's sustained me so far. Um, I say consistency over intensity Mm -hmm. because I'm an intense person. I know that about myself and it does not fare well to only be (laughs) intense all the time. So just focusing on baby steps, appreciating what you do when you do those baby steps, not like looking down on yourself for doing baby steps and being like, oh, I should have done this this, and that. Like, no, you, you did this thing today. You did something today, that is great. So just celebrating little wins, focusing on baby steps, staying consistent. It does not have to be a huge amount of time every day or anything like that. As long as you're just kind of keeping your toes in the water a little, a little bit, like you can take breaks, it's fine, it's not a big deal. And I just keep having to remind myself it's not a big deal And then I'm, I don't run into this burnout situation. If I, if I can sense I'm getting tired and I take like a two day break, then great. And I'm back, I'm back baby.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like sometimes, you know, one day I might just learn like maybe three words, but like even then that's like, still, you know, a baby step. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Three words is amazing. Yeah. Cause for me, it would be like, I'd be like, Oh, 20 words or nothing, right? (laughs) Like that was my old mindset. Like, oh, I have to learn like 50 words or do nothing. And three words is incredible compared to nothing because I did nothing for several years at a time, right? Like I would much rather have had three words every day. Like that adds up.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I really like how you said like consistency over intensity. I think that's
1: yeah a great way of putting it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I think taking breaks is definitely extremely important too. Like sometimes I go on the study grams and like
1: it just seems like people are just studying every single day. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, I don't think it's sustainable. I don't, I mean, I I hope that those people are actually taking breaks in the shadows. I hope for everyone's sake that everyone is taking breaks every once in a while. Because, I mean, it's good for your brain too, right? Like stuff percolates, like your brain's job is to sort stuff out in the background. So I'll give it some time. I'll I'll just hang out and let it do its thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So yeah, I think that's all the questions I had, but for, I guess, parting advice for anyone who's like struggling in their language journey, uh, right now, do you have any like general advice
1: to give? Oh boy. Um, I guess my main piece of advice would just be, be nice to yourself. Honestly, I don't mean in some sort of stupid, like treat yourself kind of way. Like, I mean, seriously, like think about how you're talking to yourself. It is so easy to be unkind to yourself without realizing it, especially I think in language learning when you can see where you want to be and feel like there's this big gap and feel like you should be doing more, especially if you're in like study gram and you see all these people who aren't taking breaks or whatever, like doing their six hours every day or whatever they're doing. If you see that, it's hard not to be like, well, what's wrong with me? Like, why can't I do that? And it's like, like, you don't gotta, you don't have to do that. You know, like, do what's sustainable for you. Be seriously nice to yourself. Seriously think about how you're talking to yourself as you're learning languages. And honestly, like, the kinder you can be to yourself, like, the more progress you're gonna make, I think. That's been what I've learned, for sure.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's a great piece of advice. I also forgot to add that, like, finding a community too and like finding people to help support you through the journeys yes as well
1: yes I love I had no idea like uh, until what July 2020 or whatever like I had no idea that this even existed I had no clue but I'm so grateful for the people I've met because I feel like the more at any time I'm honest or vulnerable about like where I'm at or things I'm struggling with on studygram like I am met with so much kindness and so much support and so like don't be afraid to like reach out to people. Don't be afraid to just like put out where you are. Don't worry about like presenting at some certain level. Nobody cares, you know, like nobody's actually judging you or anything. Like just be honest and people will meet you there, I think.
0: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Okay, well, thank you so, so much for, um, you know, <laughs> agreeing to like meet with us. It was such a pleasure talking to you. Of
1: course, it was nice meeting you. Thanks for having yeah. me.
0: Okay, thank you so much. Bye. All right, bye. Thank you for making it to the end of our third podcast episode. I hope that you enjoyed today's episode, and it was such an amazing experience, meeting such an inspiring language learner. Please check out our website at www.fluencyroutines.com and tune in for future episodes like this one as we'll be covering a variety of topics relating to the language learning journey if you want to help out with creating episodes like this one and interviewing polyglots from all over the world as a reminder you can sh- sign up to join our podcast team through our instagram bio thank you